You're giving away tips. Yeah. These aren't that bad tips. These aren't that secret. These are the... the, I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) (laughs) A popular outcast production. Welcome to Serving Ice Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Dylan. Hi, I'm Bill. (laughs) (laughs) You sound distressed tonight, Dylan. Meh. Nah. You're here. Here I am. Would you like to tell us a story? Sure. <laughs> Any story, just pick one. No, no, I mean, you had a somewhat of an adventure this weekend uh, where you tried to infiltrate the white power movement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess not the white power movement, but I tried to... Um, in a previous episode, I say that I want to be the Jane Goodall of white supremacy. <laughs> There's a drawing of you studying them. Yes. Like, they are gorillas. Yes, yes. And they're walking around on all fours, and does one have a machine gun in his mouth or something? I hope so. I don't know. If they don't, it does now. In my mind. So, over the weekend, there was a... It was supposed to be a white man march, because allegedly... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because allegedly, according to this guy named Kyle... Hunt. Hunt. Who's 30. I just think it would be so much better if he didn't have a last name yeah. for some reason. <laughs> just just, Kyle. A, just a guy named Kyle. I thought for sure that it was a prank because it was like K-Hunt. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, there's this guy, Kyle Hunt, who's 30 years old. I don't know if he's from Massachusetts, but he lives there now. He it's... wanted to orchestrate a white man march on March 15th because white males in America are allegedly oppressed. Yeah. I read about that on the news. Yeah. Fox News. Yes. Fox News, (laughs) yep. They had a banner that said uh, diversity equals genocide? Yes. Yeah. And I'm trying to wrap my head around that. I don't think And anti-racism is code for anti-white? Isn't that what one of them was? Something like that, yes. And hopefully the listeners know at this point, or if you're just jumping on at this episode, I am vehemently opposed to racism and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. But something about it intrigues me. These people intrigue me, because why? Why would you think that stuff? That's exactly right. Like, how can you trick yourself into believing that because there are people in the world who are truly oppressed and they want equal rights that means that they're oppressing you yes it blows my mind drunks they're all drunks yes <laughs> so i wanted to go up there and infiltrate their march and i wanted to write a story about it and interview some people Right. And put it on a website or a blog or some shenanigans. Right. And Justin's a news reporter, and he had given me a bunch of really interesting questions, good jumping off points that didn't seem too mocking, but still seemed to say, this is bullshit. Right. You want me to read some of them, do you? Yes. Um, obviously, the the most obvious thing is you always ask the name and the age and where they're from and like who they're with. And you always ask why they're there today so they get to say things in their own words. Uh, What goals that that they hope to accomplish. What their day has consisted of so far as far as white support 
activities, examples of why a white day is needed. Um, have they ever been discriminated against? And have they ever been criticized for their beliefs? What was said and how did they react? And uh, I said, make observations, maybe what they're wearing, what signs they're holding, tattoos. It could add to the story. If they have accents, is there a police presence? Are streets blocked off? What are onlookers doing? What the crowd smells like. Yeah. Eye rolls, anger. If you can talk to someone against the rally, that'd be good too. There are no stupid questions. Ask them what their signs mean. Ask them what their tattoos that say white pride means. It's always good to have things in their own words. They will probably be drunk and have guns. Also take note of the amount of guns and smells of booze in the air. Because come on, we know there's going to be. And ask them to place the white struggle in a scale of racial oppression. It will be interesting to see how they rate themselves against the context of slavery and separate but equal. So don't make fun of them. I know it's tempting, but you're not The Daily Show, and you don't have anybody around to back you up. What an asshole thing to say. You're not funny, Dylan. <laughs> That's not what I meant. The, um, I think he was more protecting you. It wasn't yeah. that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just... <laughs> just yeah. You're um, a good ball buster. You boss balls. Just balls. Just balls. <laughs> what is that? That's from our last episode, right? Just balls? No food, no water, just balls. Oh, my bad. I don't know why I'm... <laughs> by ass <laughs> oh. um, um so that yeah that was my advice to dylan great questions and Thank i you. took along my dawn of the dead baseball cap yeah i wanted to get a washington redskins baseball cap <laughs> for obvious reasons right and i also took along a carhartt jacket because that's a you know yeah they'll wear those yeah yeah can you explain that to me i'm not sure if i get that reference it's just a... It's just a white power thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, you just wouldn't understand. Oh, man, that's a hashtag. Just a white power thing. <laughs> it's a... Just a redneck... Maybe not redneck, but a working... A working class functioning redneck yeah. type brand. Yeah. Okay. okay. It, it's, it's popular with... It's camo without being camo. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure the Duck Dynasty... Anything has partnered with Carhartt. Absolutely. Anything they own that is not camo is probably Carhartt. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I wore a Carhartt jacket and I took my nose ring out and I was going to shave. I have a pretty gnarly beard at this point because I just let myself go and stop caring. And I was going to shave that the day of the march. And then a friend of ours texted this to me and was like, isn't this ridiculous? And I clicked on the link, read about the march. And was like, oh, my God, we have to go and cover this. Right. So my friend couldn't make it, so I went by myself. And I wanted to... Now, you went by yourself. Yes. As a relatively liberal... Super liberal. Super liberal dude to a white pride, white man march in New York City. Yes. You brave, brave man. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't... There's so much that could have went wrong. I think what Jeff said was, so he has no social anxiety? Yeah. The weird thing, yeah, the most recent episode of the Popular Outcast podcast, Yeah, um, Bill does that as well. Bill yeah. did that first. He does Serving Ice as well. He doesn't do Popular Outcast as well. Does that first. I do it all. Serving Ice host second. Oh, Number, we're second? <laughs> yeah, of course. We're probably, wait, we're probably like fourth, right? What else do you do? You do you're, Delusional Owners? I, you're there first. I am a co-host of several podcasts. Yeah. We can't lay claim to him first. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not lay, playing we, we favorites, can't, fellas. We can't lay, He's being generous right now. We can't be second either. 
We're definitely like. Do we have to list. eat the first one? <laughs> <laughs> we have to eat the other two popular outcasts. Watch out, Jeff and Mike. <laughs> we're coming for you, and we're hungry. Yeah, there can be only one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, the what episode is that? What episode number? One nineteen. One nineteen. So Jeff has a bit of a commentary on my adventure. Yeah. In episode one nineteen. Right. So check that out. Sure. So, when Jeff said about the social anxiety, I don't like being in groups of people around, like... Right. It's weird. So, you do have some. I don't know if not... it's social anxiety. I don't want to throw that label on it, Maybe but... just agor- agoraphobic. Like, you Maybe. don't like to interact with large groups of people that you know, but... Isn't that fucking weird? But I have no problem going into a den of wolves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of white wolves. <laughs> white wolves. Of white, straight... Male wolves, <laughs> hungry and angry and right and oppressed, <laughs> so oppressed. But yeah, that's a little bit weird. Sometimes Justin will invite me in groups, or will invite me to a group activity, right? And I don't want to go unless there's someone there that I can cling to, or someone that I know really well, or right. I usually just don't fucking go. Yeah, usually not. But if there's a group of crazy people or homeless people or even white supremacists that's fucking weird it is that's weird so if you had crazy white supremacists without any homes they'd be your best buds probably not though but so i go and i'm dressed and i want to infiltrate them and i want them to say crazy shit right i was hoping that i could go and i was trying to figure out if i could stomach being a character because right. I, I kind of wanted to say crazy shit to them right to spur crazy reactions from them yeah because my thought is when they're getting interviewed normally i'm sure they don't say the craziest shit that they think i'm sure they're like we have to appeal to people to a broad range of people to rein in people that are on the edges of white supremacy right yeah 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 <laughs> so i'm sure you they think, though absolutely yeah absolutely i've seen it I'm sure they tone it down. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> I'm sure they tone it down a little bit. Like the the KKK currently says that they are not a hate group. Yeah, they say yeah. That they're not a hate group, that they're a white pride group, that they're just proud to be white, which is to me I'm fucking... glad that they have a public relations department. Yeah, to yeah. me it's ludicrous and offensive to the intelligence of anyone that would buy into that, but that's what they claim. So I'm thinking that these white supremacists might be Similar. I feel like we keep calling them white supremacists, but these just could be people who are very happy to be white. Like, they could be white prideful. Doesn't that mean the same thing? I, I don't know. I th- In my mind, there's I mean, a you're just lying to yourself. May- <laughs> yeah, Maybe. You're just, <laughs> but you're just falling saying, for the KKK line. You're like, but, wait, there, there's a difference between happy to be white. Yeah. But maybe, but maybe these aren't people who want to be better. Maybe they're just people who are like... I'm really proud, and I want us to be equal, and I don't consider us equal. But if you're... You know what I mean? Like, no. No. Nobody is agreeing with me? Wait. I'm not agreeing with you? Because when I think of white supremacists, I think people who think all races are below them and that they want to do harm to them. When I think of white pride, I think of people who are happy to be white, and they want people to be equal. That is that is how my mind... That's lunacy. ...clarifies it. That, that's what How they want you to believe. Signify. That's what they want you to believe. <laughs> you okay. don't really believe that, do you? That's the difference in my mind. What? But the, but but they just say that. That's not true. You don't think there are people who are happy to be white and just want people to be equal? No, because what? Because they they just want 
you, you don't ha- think there's one person out there who's is like this you? Are you proud to be white? I, I Which, have. Do you fall into that category? No, no. Okay, like okay, I have, okay, I have okay. no. Like I'm white. Who who the fuck cares? Okay. But like, I just can't imagine there are, there is a world where there's not one person out there that's like, there have, you know what? I'm really happy to be white, and I really want everyone to be equal. There has to be. I don't know why this is such a sticking point for me, but there has to be one person in the world who that is the absolute truth for. Where I'm they, sure they are happy that they were born. You know, that an accident of birth created them as a white person. And they reap the benefits of that daily. So they're like, man, I'm yeah. really happy that yeah. this happens. This is cool. Yeah. I'm sure there's people like that. Okay. But so. I'm, uh, I'm saying, Justin. I, I'm way too. Okay. I, then, I'm over it. No. I, I, I'm done. I agree with you. Let's move on. No, white I, supremacy. Woo. No. No. <laughs> I think that this is interesting because yeah. I think I think you could more easily identify racists years ago because the crazy shit they would say because the way society was it accepted people saying crazy shit yeah so there were levels where you could say oh that guy just said the n-word right in the 60s and it's like he's pro segregation you can clearly say cut and dry that guy is racist yeah and i'm sure some asshole could argue it but fucking no way and then as society changed, I think there's more subtle ways that people have evolved. I think that society has changed and people that are racist have gone underground. They've adapted a certain vocabulary that there. still says I'm racist, but it's harder to pick it's out. It's a secret language. Yeah. Because they're oppressed. Dude, we just brought it back. We figured it out. Thank you, Dylan. They have to use a secret language because they really are oppressed. Because they really are oppressed. That That's exactly. <laughs> but the the language that they use now, like thug equals black person. Right. When right. I hear someone say, oh, those thugs, da-da-da-da-da, I'm like, you probably don't like black people. And you're just generalizing an entire group based on this fucking misconception you have. And I'm sure that kind of person would be like, I have black friends and there's... I treat everybody with respect until they give me a reason otherwise. But that's a buzzword in my head that goes off, and I'm like, you you don't like this group of people. You're just using this code word to say that. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. So with your thing, when you're saying that there are people that are proud to be white, to me that is code. It's a contradiction. I don't think you can be proud to be white and want equal rights. I'm sure somebody out there could split hairs and say, no... That is truly how I feel. And maybe their heart is in the right place, but they're misguided. I'm proud that I'm white, and I want you, who doesn't have my privilege, to have as much privilege as I do. I want equal rights for you, too. There has to be one person out there like that. I don't know why I'm trying to defend that as much as I am, and it's not important. So, you may move on. But I think that's an important conversation to have because i do think that there is a duality to that where it's not maybe duality isn't the right word i do think that that's a way of disguising their hate i'm not hateful i'm just proud to be white but to me that's a clear i'm always yeah i'm always suspect of anyone who claims pride in an accident of birth yes or well i think where i would draw the line is 
because of the fact that like you can't you can't put pride on something that's not an achievement. You can be happy. Gotcha. So your you, your you issue can, is just with the def with the definitions of words. Yeah. Okay. I, like pride is something that should be reserved for an accomplishment or something like that. You know, like or you know, I mean, like, and it even boils down for me. It's like, oh, well, I think I, you know, I'm proud my kid did something. That's still a little bit like, yeah, you should be proud of your child for doing something. But like, you know, my child is uh, an honor roll student at blah blah blah. Yeah, you should be. But I, I think like. Why? Well, if you call, they it just the, sold that to you so that they could make money for the football team. If you that's, call that's for the, the bumper stickers, yeah, yeah. If you called it the gay happy parade, it'd just be redundant. Yeah. What about the gay pride parade? Are you? What about people that are proud to be black? <sighs> You're, you you, you were born joke. gay. The gay happy parade. Never mind. I'm not uh, funny tonight. Uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> you're just you're just sneaking them in. No. Um, I think. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not on that either. I but but then again, I understand why we need a gay pride parade. Gotcha. Because and I understand why people would say they're proud to be black. Um, because there's a social stigma. I don't. I wouldn't give a hard a person a hard time because they said like I'm proud to be gay or I'm proud to be black, but I would because of somebody saying they're proud to be white. Gotcha. Um, What's the where's the difference? Don't know. Okay. I have no idea. It just sounds really bad. Gotcha. Um, the difference to me, I think, is how society treats people that are not in the majority. Right, yeah. And I think for you to say that I'm proud of this thing because typically... It that's would, something you're supposed to be ashamed of. Yeah, exactly. society. Yeah, that's why I think it's important. And, yeah, and this would have a negative impact on someone's life from society standards. Yeah. Like, I see this as a positive thing. You see it as a negative thing. So, and I'm going to be proud of that thing that I think is a positive thing. So long it is truly a positive thing. Being proud to be white, if you look at the history of being white. Yeah. If you're born into the masses that have kept other people down, it's weird that you're proud of that. Yeah. That's, that's where I see the difference is the moral of that. Do, do we as white people have a culture? No. You say yeah or no? No, no, no. I don't think I don't think we do either. Okay. I think white culture is what is what will white culture be? Everything <laughs> stealing from other people. Yeah, yeah. Considering that white wasn't even really a thing until like what eighty years ago, a hundred years ago, something like that. Um. What? Yeah, yeah. How can that be true? You were you weren't white. You were German, or you were Irish, or you were Scandinavian, uh, okay. or you were saying, yeah. Norwegian. Yeah. yeah. Just like. Native Americans weren't Native Americans. They were Navajo or Apache or whatever, you know, yeah, like the that's tribes. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's. Like, I sometimes wonder what does it mean to be American? Or what is it? Yeah. That, that, like, does that mean. What does that mean? Like, a, you have to have a fierce pride in your country? Like, is that American? Or you have to, like,. And I, and I, when someone's like American culture, like, yeah, maybe that's like TV and, uh, like fast food, fast food, but like there's cheeseburgers, got, Wrangler yeah. jeans. Have we talked about this before? Wrangler jeans. Yeah. We talked about this a bunch. I don't think we ever talked about it on the podcast. 
I feel like we did. What did we not talk about that when Cody was here? I don't know. But what it, what is American culture? I think we have Ferris wheels and cheeseburgers. Yeah, and like well, at obesity <laughs> and television at Epcot. Yeah, there was funnel cake. That's like one of the American food that they had there. Funnel cake. Isn't that from the Dutch? I was just going to say, isn't that Dutch? But isn't that, that's kind of what American culture is, though. Wait. That's like a mixture of, of like a lot of different cultures to begin with. Maybe the Dutch did something else with it, and it's the Americans that said, let's fry that fucking thing. <laughs> or, or better yet, the, the Dutch did fry it, and the Americans were like, let's put some sweet shit on it. Sure, yeah. We got to get we gotta get super fat yeah. right around now. <laughs> yeah. But we Let me look at my watch. It, we can't time. just, it can't just be, though, like fast food and fierce pride. There's got to be more. There's got to be something that we have that's positive, because that's yeah. not positive stuff. I think true Americans accept immigrants. Because we are all immigrants. Yeah. I think maybe there's not necessarily an American culture. Maybe there's, like, sex of American culture. Like, in the South, you have, like, fried cooking. You have, like, hospitality. I love that you said cooking. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's, there's this, like, sweet pumpkin pie, baby cakes, stuff like that. Not food. Baby cakes isn't food. But I was just... That's, a, like, a term of endearment. Um... And, like, in the north, you have, like, chicken and waffles. You have kind of, like, a Dutch culture going on. And, uh... Let's do more research on this and get back to it, because I think that that would be a great topic of what is American culture and how do you break it down. Yeah. There is literally no American culture. Yeah. I, I would... There has... I would agree in, like, the larger sense, but in, like, to divide up the country... Lemonade. And be, like... Maybe... No. Oh, holy shit. We what? have to go in search of American culture. <laughs> Oh my God! This hey, is have, brilliant. Okay, Do you have Leonard a, Nimoy's number. Here's a question that I've never asked you guys at all. Do you think it'd be the most patriotic to eat an eagle? Eagle. Oh man. Yeah. So <laughs> no, we're gonna do research and we're gonna find American culture because I think I have an idea of what it is and how we find it. Cars. Oh my God! We're gonna do a serving ice exclusive. We're never gonna do this. Where. Where in the world <laughs> is American exclusive? culture? Like, we're going to break it. Boop, 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 boop. Hot off the wire. So, yeah, let's let's back up. Let's jumping, back up. Jumping back onto the white man march. These people are, they say that, and I, I don't think there's a difference between what racism and proud to be white. Okay. I'm sure someone could make a case, and I'm willing to hear it, but I think you're subtly racist at least. But these people are proud to be white, and also, I guess, they're proud to be men, and they feel that white men in America are being oppressed, and diversity equals genocide, which I don't think they know the word. I don't, yeah, I, I don't is, think they would know what genocide means, I don't, or what diversity means. That doesn't make sense to me at all. Not at all. I think what they're trying to say is, by saying you have to accept diversity, you are destroying our culture. That they don't really have because everything white is just stolen. You're you're destroying our culture of stealing, and consumption, and destruction. So I went, and I wanted to infiltrate their group and ask them questions. And I think that they would say crazier stuff if I was dressed a little bit like them. And I couldn't decide if I wanted to play a character and ask them questions based on what I think. Like, it would be a game of chess. Like, I'm going to guess what they would answer, so I'm going to phrase my question with their answer, 
preemptively taking away the crazy shit that they would have said and making them go crazier. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Or I couldn't tell if I just wanted to ask straightforward questions and let their responses speak for themselves. It's definitely unethical to not tell somebody that you're interviewing that you're a journalist. No, I would definitely say I'm a journalist. Okay. Or, or, and I or, would say, I'm recording this. Do you mind if I ask you some questions? Right. Because that's important whenever you're doing an interview. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because you could get in trouble for, for wiretapping or something like that. Yeah. I'll tap your fucking wires. Oh, baby. So I wasn't sure if I wanted to do that or if I wanted to just ask them questions and have their answers be their answers. And maybe they would feel comfortable with the way I was dressed. Yeah. Because they would see me and think like, oh, he's one of us. He's wearing a Carhartt, a baseball cap. He has a crazy beard. Mm-hmm. And that's that. How'd it go? Well, it's funny that you ask. The It's almost like I planned it. Yeah. There was a website for the White Man March, and the guy, Kyle Hunt, whose idea it was, wanted there to be different White Man Marches in different states. So he didn't quite set one up for New York City, as I understand. It was a group of white pride people in New York City who set it up on their own. So, on the message board of the website, someone said, hey, we're going to meet at this address in Queens. Show up, and there's going to be activities all day. Right. <laughs> and and it was like, show up and be prepared to participate because we need leaders in the movement. So, I figured it would be a good time to show up around noonish. I think I got there a little bit later. But if there were activities going on all day long, I'm sure I would have caught some activity. So, I park in Queens. And I'm walking around, and I didn't see any white supremacists. And I didn't, <laughs> like, to be completely honest, I didn't really see any white people at first either. I was the only one. So I'm walking around in my Carhartt jacket and my big fucking beard and my baseball cap, and I'm walking around thinking, like, what if these other people in the neighborhood know that this is going on, and they think that I'm the white man marching? <laughs> The only white The family. only one, yeah. So I start to look around and I'm like, I hope these what do you call, people don't. What do you call a one-man march? Pathetic. It's not a joke. I don't have a, a punchline, but... A failure. <laughs> Just taking a stroll. Yeah. So I walked around the block a bunch of times and I kept trying to find this address. Finally found the address and I was messaging with the person that originally told me about the march. I'm like, I don't think I'm in the right place. They said activities would be going on all day. Uh can't find the address and they they sent me a, a Google image of what the address should look like and I took a picture and I was right in front of that and the address I think it was like 612 and a half platform 9 and 3 quarters 9 and 3 quarters but it was a perfume shop makes perfect sense white people love perfume yeah it was so strange there were no and eventually, as there's, I... There's definitely a joke there, and I can't think of it. As I'm walking around blocks to try to find someone, I saw a bald guy who was white. So I'm like, oh, there's a fucking skinhead. <laughs> and he's handing out pamphlets on a street corner. And I was like, oh, man, he's handing out white power pamphlets. So I stand next to this guy, and I'm screwing around on my phone, because <laughs> I just want him to ask me if I want... If I... If I would like to hear about white power. <laughs> right. 
So I'm waiting, and he's not offering me one, but he keeps offering other people. So then I put my phone away, thinking maybe he he would be more apt to... Yeah, he just didn't want to be rude and interrupt your text conversation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I put my phone away, and I'm standing there, and eventually he does ask me if I want a pamphlet, and it was for some kind of, like, opera show or, or something that was happening in New York City. It was for something that was not white power. It wasn't the white power opera? It was the white. Oh Lion. man, that would have been fucking crazy! Can you imagine a white power? <laughs> the White Lion King. <laughs> Not set in Africa. So, the important thing to consider with this is that it's great that there was no white pride march. It's great that there was that they did not it, show wasn't up. Wasn't there in something droves. about a flash mob though? Yes. I'm sorry. I think we were getting to that. So I admit defeat and I go back to my car and I look at the internet and I'm trying to figure out did I miss something wrong time like what what's happening and I see an interview with Kyle Hunt and I think it might have been in the Village Voice or it was some New York newspaper where he addresses the New York white man march and he says that it's going to be a flash mob because they don't want the anti-fascists to show up and cause trouble <laughs> and for me if you're concerned that anti-fascists will cause you trouble you're a bad person you're a fascist yeah that's that was wild for me to read yeah (laughs) so he i guess it was going to be a flash mob people were going to show up put up a banner or hold a sign probably chant some awful shit and then leave so i figured i blew it you missed it yeah i did stake that location out though I sat there for a few hours, so if if there was a flash mob, it didn't happen between the times that I was there. If any of the white power people are listening... <laughs> get your shit together. Get your shit together. Yeah. He uh, wanted to interview you. I wanted to learn about white power. I mean, white pride. White power. <laughs> white oppression. Yeah. So I staked it out for a little bit. Before I went there, I sent my pal Freya, who lives in New York City, a text message and said, Hey... Are you doing anything Saturday? Do you want to hang out? And I explained what I was doing. And I said that I don't just want to go to New York City to be around a bunch of shitty racist people. That I actually wanted to have fun and do something else besides go just for the march. And she said that... Essentially, she was like, yeah, we can totally hang out. Which was fantastic. So, I I was staking out the place. Took a nap in my car a little bit. I went to... A fantastic bookstore. I got lost. I walked a bunch. And then I hung out with Freya and her fiance, Marissa, and uh, two of their friends. And we played Cards Against Humanity until the wee hours of the morning. And then I drove home. So that was my adventure in New York City. Sounds like a good time. Or kind of a lack of adventure. Yeah. Still an interesting story. Yes. the It was great to see Freya and Marissa, and it was nice to meet their friends, and they're all super lovely people. Fantastic. And Cards Against Humanities was a good time. And it was fun to walk around the city, and I bought a used William S. Burroughs book, The Ticket That Exploded. Oh. And the white, pride, the white man pride march was a bust, but I think it's important to remember that that's a good thing that it was a bust. That it's a good thing that there weren't droves of shitty white men showing up saying, we are being oppressed. It's, it was great that they didn't have the numbers to make that a significant event. Yeah. What if what if women showed up to the white men march? Oh, I tried to take our pal Jenny Boombutts with me. 
because she's a great photographer and I tried to have her go with me to document the march. I'm guessing women can show up, right? They just have to be white powery. No, it's the man march. Yeah. When they did the million man march? No women. No women. (laughs) Zero. Maybe we would have thrown a beard on her. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. Just a beard. (laughs) They would have beat the shit out of us. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. We really got to make this where we discover white pride thing happen. Yeah. I want you to be the Jane Goodall. (laughs) Yeah. The Jane Goodall. I really do want to infiltrate some kind of white group. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get murdered for that. Yeah, I, if they found out, yeah. yeah. I watch Sons of Anarchy. They kill people for random things. For way less. And they're not even racist. Although, somebody did tell me, I was pretending that I didn't watch Sons of Anarchy at all. Yeah. And I asked these people if they watched Sons of Anarchy, and this dude pipes up, and he says, yeah, it's, it's a really... Uh, it's a really good show. I like motorcycles and they're all gay. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> if only that were true. <laughs> they. Is that so... what the show's about? No. Oh. <laughs> all of them have had relationships in the show. Every character. Let's wrap up. Gay motorcyclists. Should definitely be a thing. The reason I brought, I, I, the only reason I can think that he might have thought that it was because they don't allow women in the club. Hmm. It's the only reason I can think that he would have made that connection. That Does that make all sports teams gay? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Freemasons? All gay. <laughs> That's documented. Uh, yeah. So. What's the moral of the episode, Dylan? Take us through. We are going to discover American culture. Telling you it doesn't exist. It's a phantom. We're going to discover it. We'd have to make our own. Thievery. Thievery. It's the only American uh, culture. I just, just don't agree. I don't agree. That thievery is the only one? No, just that I think there's a rich localized culture for a regionalized culture. You're breaking it down, though. That's that's not American culture. It's still American culture. Why? Because it's here that makes it American? Yeah. It, that makes you like all the rest. What? All right, I'm done with the episode. Okay, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> Justin checked out. <laughs> We're going to discover American culture. The white man march. In New York City may have been a bust, but it was a happy surprise that it ended that way. Thankfully. Yes. Thanks, Freya and Marissa and your friends for hanging out, because that would have been a shitty day, just waiting for white supremacists to show up. Yeah. Um, travel more, learn more, talk less. Thanks, everybody. How do they find us, Justin? Whatever. Fuck it. They can just find us. <laughs> That's what I think. All right. This has been Serving Ice. I'm Justin. I'm Dylan. Hi, I'm Bill. Bye, I'm And we're the official podcast of Frozen. Jesus, fuck Frozen.